You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Uh, the Franchise Association is uh, calling on government here in South Africa to take uh, urgent action to solve for the energy crisis. It says that uh, load shedding is causing the sector to suffer from uh, uh, significant losses as uh, the operating environment is uh, becoming untenable because of the uh, power outages. We've got uh, Tony DeFonseca, the uh, past chair of uh, the Franchising Association of South Africa, as well as the CEO of OBC Better Butchery on the line for more on this story. Tony, thanks uh, so much for your time. Just to give us a snapshot of what the impact of load shedding and I suppose the more aggressive power cuts that we have experienced in the recent while have had on the franchise sector so far. Hi, good evening and, and thanks for the opportunity just to uh, express some of our frustrations, I guess. Um, obviously, no doubt that I mean these disruptions are causing national uh, inconvenience and cost, of course, certainly in the retail sector. Um, at the end of the day, um, I mean, you, you 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 introduced myself as a past chairman of the Franchise Association, so I've got a little bit of an insight into other areas uh, across the franchising. But certainly, in the retail sector that I, as the CEO of OBC, am, am, am ultimately concerned with, sure. especially in the butchery game and in the retail space. I mean, we are high energy consumers. Um, um, and of course, cold chain is very important into the maintenance of um, of, of ensuring food safety and food integrity of what we sell our customers. So, so you know, when we get to stage five and six, the costs are just exorbitant in terms of trying to maintain the cold chain f- um, um, to, to ensure that we give our customers food that is food safe, of course. So, I mean, it's adding an enormous amount of cost to our stores. It's reducing profitability. In some instances, what's the, the, the unintended consequences of this is that some of our stores, depending on the time, not only some of our stores, but retailers in general, um, depending on the time of load shedding, what they would rather do is actually stay closed because um, in not so busy periods, the investment doesn't justify the return. So the unintended consequences that staff is putting, being put on short time, mm-hmm. uh, coming in a bit later because it's not worthwhile opening at the time. So besides the, the, the exorbitant costs of uh, a small business like ours per, per branch, I've seen anything from 100 to 180,000 rands worth of extra diesel um, to keep generators running to make sure that our, our, our products stay food safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so besides starting to make these businesses less than, than attractive in terms of profitability, it's also having a knock-on effect um, to, um, to to our staff where hours are being cut and that type of thing. So, so it's been not, not only from that, obviously we look at the supply chain where suppliers are, are uh, in some instances, you know, it's across the, 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 the chain, not only from from perishable products, obviously we've heard a lot in the media about what's happened to the poultry industry, which sure. has had a devastating effect on the quick service restaurant side. But even sometimes we, some of our suppliers can't get enough glass bottles or plastic bottles to pack juices. So it's, 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 it's. Uh, I don't think we've even begun to understand the full impact um, and detrimental effect it has to our business and to our economy in, in total. Sure. I mean, when you talk about uh, the impact on uh, food production specifically, I think that's a story that. Uh, comes to mind uh, for uh, most of our listeners and most South Africans the recent one where a a farmer poultry farmer over in the uh, northwest um, had 40,000 of his uh, chickens uh, killed just as a result of uh, the uh, power outages and what that did to the uh, production 
uh, uh, process. So would, would, would you say, would you say that uh, perhaps uh, load shedding is hitting the retail sector the most or is it across the board in terms of the devastating impact? Well, I think it's equally across the board and affecting all you know, sectors across the board. Obviously, you know, um, some of the well-known uh, um, fast food chains recently, and I think it still continues over the festive season, actually had to close some branches sure. because they couldn't get enough poultry. I mean, it was, again, also reported extensively in the media that one producer had to um, literally, you know, literally destroy 10 million chicks because they, um, they couldn't process them. Um, and again, it's got to do with plants not running. So, you know, birds can't get slaughtered at the correct rates at the correct time and so on and so on. So on the, in the food sector, it's had a devastating uh, effect. You know, if you think of some of the very well-known chicken food franchises, I mean, if your core business is chicken and you, you haven't got raw material, your only alternative is to close your doors. Um, so in chains like that, it's been devastating. In, in our case, where we, in the butchery, in, in the butchery sector and, uh, and offering a range of products, you know, what we're also finding is is consumers are buying smaller because they also having losses at home due to lack of electricity. Mm-hmm. Sadly, um, you know, we, we hear lots about solar and alternative energy, but the reality is that is, is the, the bulk and, 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 and of, of our consumers simply cannot afford that. So we're finding that people are starting to buy more tin food because um, – you know, they, they, they obviously don't run the risk of, of, of the food perishing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really it's, it's it's vast. And I mean, you've mentioned the one the one uh, uh, breeder that that uh, had to destroy forty thousand birds. Are we hearing of of um, uh, um, uh, farmers that that in the allocated time when they're supposed to irrigate their crops, there's load shedding. They can't sure. irrigate their crops. Sure. I mean, this is becoming a a, um, a threat across the board in terms of enough uh, food for, 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 for the country. I mean, the food, food stability is now becoming an issue. In the poultry game, I mean, we're starting to find that prices have increased radically. I mean, today, one of the major, was in the news as well, that one of the major poultry producers is investing, is, is costing them an extra million rand per day hmm. on field to keep the operation going. That's going to have a knock-on effect to the consumer. Either, the, either that producer is going to stop producing because the more, the more birds they produce, um, it costs their money, or obviously it has to be passed on to the consumer. And if the market can't bear it, the producers are going to cut costs because it's pointless producing more birds whilst it's costing you money to put it out in the market, and you can't. And you can't. So, so not only will there be a shortage um, because of, of the extra input cost, food inflation is, is going to be way above. Um, and the, you know, predicting that food inflation will be way above the national average of inflation. Sure. So, so it's it's across the board. Yeah, and, uh, making reference there to uh, Astral uh, Foods uh, listed there mm-hmm. on the JSC that said it's uh, costing us it a million uh, rand in diesel per day. Um, okay. So, 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 um, you you also touched on the uh, the, the the shortage and particularly the uh, shortage of, um, uh, of of chickens. Essentially, I mean, I recall going to um, one of the uh, fast food outlets in during the festive season to uh, buy some uh, fast food chicken meal and uh, the, the, they had no chicken so I couldn't buy anything from them but I wanted to understand how how um, acute the uh, problem of the poultry uh, shortage is right now in your view and uh, how uh, to what degree it extends to um, other meats like uh, in your butchery are you seeing shortages across other lines as well as a result of load shedding 
Um, yes, we are, especially in the poultry sector, where it's so reliant on energy. You know, in the, in the, in the beef environment, obviously, poultry in this, uh, poultry production is under very strict and controlled environment. Not that that obviously other meats aren't, um, but certainly in the poultry, uh, you know, if you look at chicken houses are maintained at a certain temperature. Obviously, it's slaughtered at a certain temperature, and that and that's the up of, of effect. Certainly in the beef uh, game, obviously, um, the, it's raised slightly differently. But what we're finding that some of the farmers are actually having to cull their their their, their cattle a little bit sooner, uh, or trying to work around the, the schedule. So again, it's pushing pushing up prices. And of course, they themselves to maintain the cold chain are equally uh, equally affected by extra energy costs to try and maintain the product fresh. All right. And what we found is that some of the farmers are actually saying they're going to actually cut, uh, you know, sort of cut the volumes that they're producing. Um, because obviously they run a, a higher risk of, of losses, which again will have, will have a knock-on effect on, on, on food prices. All right. So it really is across the board. Mark, um, uh, uh, apologies for that. Tony, uh, ultimately, I mean, we've laid, um, and you have uh, laid, and thank you for that, the um, current picture in the franchise industry and the challenges that are being experienced as a result of the power cuts. Uh, you're asking government for uh, some uh, relief just on top of urgent um, intervention to solve for the crisis what what can government do to support the franchising uh, sector right now well obviously what the, that's probably one of the most frustrating things there doesn't seem to be much clarity in terms of um, what action is being taken i mean we we in stage six we in stage two then we're in stage three then we're back up to stage five so um really, there, there seems to be no clear plan so that would be the first thing is where are we going and what's being done um, you know, obviously, the the, the 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 easiest would be to ensure that we have sustainable um, energy and at least a reliable schedule that we can count on. We can plan our production around it. I mean, if we're at stage two, stage three, people can plan around that work shifts. But when you're hitting at stage five and six, which literally happens within a couple of hours, it's very difficult to replan production schedules. So some consistency uh, would be good, and obviously some relief in terms of. Um, you know, if we look at the enormous amount of diesel and, and other consumption, and if you look at the portion of taxes we're paying on fuel, it's just adding to the cost. And mm-hmm. what we're finding is that even though the energy isn't available to us, because we, we, we sort of peak demand users, certainly our energy bills aren't reducing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so really having a realistic view on what's, what's feasible and, uh, and obviously communication to the market so that people can plan around. You know, a lot of our suppliers, they plan – uh, on how they're going to um, sort of do their production, work late, work around, work around the schedule, and it changes. So some consistency would be ideal. Um, and obviously, um, there's a lot of businesses that that are going to need a lifeline. So whether it's, it's from a tax incentives or, or you know, rather let's keep these business sustainable whilst we whilst we go through this, because at the end of the day, with these energy costs, there's going to be a lot of businesses. That simply aren't going to make it, which has got a knock-on effect on 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 on, uh, on employment. Sure. So so um, so certainly these type of interventions are going to be absolutely critical to try and keep businesses alive while we wait, while we while we try and work through these, you know, through through um, and finding solutions for it. So certainly more of an open dialogue, and at least so that people can understand what's going on and how much longer they have to, um, uh, you know, uh, make allowances and, and plan around it. Sure. And of course, any concessions in terms of keeping businesses and their doors open so we can people in, keep people in jobs is absolutely critical. All right. Tony, uh, thanks so much there uh, for your time. We're going to have to leave it there, but uh, hopefully, uh,
one or two or perhaps even more officials in government uh, have been listening uh, just to some of the relief measures that uh, uh, you believe that uh, will be helpful to keeping the uh, franchise industry um, uh, afloat. Uh, Tony de Fonseca, the uh, past chair of FASA as well as the CEO of uh, OBC Better Butchery. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.